0: Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. This is Pastor Dan, and we're doing God Talk number nine. We're happy that you've been following along with us, and we hope that uh, you'll do all 20 before we're done, 10-minute talks about the character of God. This one is on suffering. How come God allows so much suffering? There's an old dilemma that I think we have to just face up to. 9-11, three airplanes uh, fly into buildings. They fly into the the buildings there in New York City and 3,000 people die. A while later, another plane lands on the Hudson River in New York and 150 people walk away and not one dies. And the default answer many people have is God decided the 3,000 and God decided the 150. And how do you decide? Is God just whimsical? How do we make a sense out of it? My sister-in-law had two twins. One died and one lived. God decided that. Tsunami over in where I grew up, Thailand, India, Indonesia. 250,000 people died. And a pastor said this was God's punishment on people who believe differently from some of us. Is God like that? Is God picking the losers and the winners? God tells us to do whatever we can to stop suffering. (laughs) So why doesn't he? He has more power, so why doesn't he use it? Why let Mother Teresa and everyone else do all the work? It's your turn, God. We could use some help here. Elie Wiesel was a Jew who uh, passed away a little while ago. Wrote a powerful book called Night where he tells about what it was like to be a Jew in World War II and have to run in the snow. And uh, got captured, taken to a German camp. One day, three guys tried to escape. And as punishment, they forced all the Jews to line up one morning and they hung the three and they forced them to watch until they were dead. Well, the two men were heavy, and they died quickly. But one was a 14-year-old boy, and he wasn't heavy enough to pull the noose tight. So he hung there choking and screaming and fighting for air for half an hour. Finally, one of the Jews just croaked out. Where is God? We're the chosen people. How can God allow this? What do we do with that? How can a good God who has so much power not do more and answer more prayers and at least stop children from being hurt, animals from being hurt? Come on, God. Remember Daniel 3 in the story of Daniel and his three friends. The king of Babylon says, Bow down to my image or I'll throw you into a fiery furnace. They tell him, Our God is able to save us, but even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, we will not serve your gods. But you don't think they wanted to say to God, come on, God, destroy these people. Send fire down from heaven. God, you created fire. Use it now. You did it for Elijah and fire came down. Show them who is God today. Nothing happens. But it doesn't matter. They will not give up on God no matter what. So I'm going to give you what I call the big five. Does it answer everything? No, but at least maybe get us started. Number one. Even good people are going to suffer. My father was a pastor, 72 years old, walking on a sidewalk in Riverside, La Sierra. And a truck comes on the sidewalk and kills him. thousand people came to the funeral and people called me and asked me, where was the fence, where was the hedge around him? He was a pastor, he's an Adventist, he's a missionary, he's a vegetarian, he did thousand things for people. He paid tithes. Where was God? No, even good people are going to suffer. Hebrews uh, chapter 11, giants of faith suffered, sawn in two, living in holes in the ground. Terrible. Revelation twenty two twelve 12 says, Behold, I am coming soon and my reward is with me. The reward is when he's coming, not, not today, not yet. Number two, God is only good all the time. Some people want God to do more miracles every day. God has to prove himself every day. Or they'll stop praying and quit believing in God. But it hurts God if we only believe when He does miracles and go away if God does nothing. The Bible says, Romans 8.32, If God didn't spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, won't He also give us everything else? They want Jesus dying on a cross. God gives His own Son to settle it once and for all. God is good, and God is good all the time. I gave you my own son. What else do you want me to do to prove this to you? That should settle it. Number three, suffering comes from Satan and not from God. In Matthew 13, a farmer sowed wheat and somebody snuck in and sowed weeds. Both came up, the good and the bad. And people thought both good and bad came from God. But Jesus says in Matthew 13:28, An enemy has done this. A Filipino friend called me a few years ago. Saw his wife last night. He was dying, had liver cancer. He's struggling, fighting for his faith. Called me to come see him. He said, other people are being healed. You all prayed for me. Why not me? I had to tell him, it's not God. It's science. 50 years ago, you get cancer, you're going to die. We lost them all now we can heal some cancers they've developed some protocols thank you God that has worked with the researchers develop some great protocols thank you very much now we are to lose anybody prostate cancer 90 some percent breast cancer many people stay alive but there are some cancers they haven't whipped yet it's not God picking the losers and the winners God is good all the time it's how far science has come I said to him don't start blaming God now number four God is a God of free choice. God doesn't want anyone to be forced. It's the beast that forces people. If God is gonna give the good guys free choice, then he has to give the bad guys free choice too. If the second you get baptized, there's a red Ferrari in your driveway and you can hear God's voice all the time and God answers every prayer, we can hear God's voice all the time, people would line up to be saved. They're forced to believe. So, with his heart breaking, God has to allow free choice. He can only work in the shadows where it will not be obvious, where people are forced to believe. Number five, consequences. My friend, Pastor Sam Lenore, the chaplain of La Sierra University, told his little boy, Micah, who's in high school now, but he was a little guy, he said, Don't you ever put your hand in in the oven, it'll burn you. But one day, little Micah did it anyway, and he got burned. I saw the pictures of a very sad little boy. But he will never do that again. He learned. So when we get to heaven, God is not going to take away free choice. So how can he make sure that sin will never come up again? He doesn't want to go through any of this again. He's been agony to go through watching the suffering of our world. Six million Jews dying, 20 million Russians, cancer and sex abuse and all the rest. Can't stand the thought of having it happen again. The only way it's safe is if people know better now. That was a bad idea. Let's not do that. We can learn down here. Well, what can we do now? Number one, we can watch God can make good out of bad. There was a famous story of this artist who had a once-in-a-lifetime piece of marble. And he began to work on it. It was a magnificent piece of marble. This was going to be his, his magnum opus, the best ever until one night someone came in at night and uh, took a knife and scratched right across the face. All the workmen were horrified, destroyed. But the artist came in and looked at it. After about a week of just looking at it, he began to take up his tools and he began to carve again. And somehow he was able to take that big slash and incorporate it into the face and made it more beautiful than maybe it would have been that's the power of God to take plan B to take suffering and make good come out of it and redeem it that's what God is able to do number two B we pray for heaven to come soon revelation 21 says one of these days God's gonna wipe away all tears no more death no more crying no more dying no more pain some people are rich and they can make a whole disease go away in Africa President Carter, he was able to, with his foundation, make one whole disease, just go away. Bill Gates and those foundations, they can do powerful things. God's going to do it all someday. Rick Riley, a friend I used to read in Sports Illustrated, he raised money to buy mosquito nets, treated mosquito nets. As soon as a mosquito hits that net, the mosquito dies. has saved millions of people in Africa, for $20, I think they've raised like 40 million and maybe 2 million nets have saved all these people. But that's what Jesus is going to do at the second coming. Not just one disease, not just a few people. Oh, evil will be done. No more suffering. And number three, we know that God is always with you. You know what it said in the 23rd Psalm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. This is God talk. And I hope that you'll come back again for the next one. God bless.